0: This is and Dragon Radio. I'm here today, brought to you by Viltura, and I'm going to butcher their name. I'm sorry for the lovely jewelry today. And we're brought to you with author Joel Primus and his book, Getting Naked. Now, the book isn't what it sounds like, so we're going to get into this a little bit. Welcome, Joel.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Now, the book is actually about the bare necessities of entrepreneurship.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's it's the getting naked piece is uh, so the name of the company that I had started was called naked underwear. And we made underwear that felt so comfortable, didn't feel like you were wearing any. That's why there was this name naked, but over the journey of, of starting it and raising millions of dollars and then selling it years later, there was this entire journey of, and transformation inside myself, which I refer to as this idea of kind of getting naked as getting back to who I was. Um, and, and that's sort of the double entendre of, it's not just a book about, about entrepreneurship and starting a business businesses, about how entrepreneurship becomes this way of, of looking and, and understanding and becoming more aware about ourselves and how we can, remove our triggers and remove our our sort of negative patterns and negative beliefs and and things that hold us back and just be who we truly are
0: yeah we i find so much in entrepreneurship that you're a crab in a bucket so to speak you have all these (laughs) negative things that pull you down all the time and you have to get to the top of the bucket well once you're at the top of the bucket were, are you happy or are there no more negative things that you put on your own mind because now I'm here I should still be there in the bucket
1: right it's it's a question of what was it so let's let's look at Isaiah Berlin's uh negative and positive liberty so negative liberty being you might have material success and therefore you have some aspect of Liberty, you have achieved this thing that gives you some status, some freedom, some flexibility, etc. which money absolutely does. Um, but it's not necessarily positive liberty, which is liberty from our mind, our negativity, our, our, our self-doubt. And so to use your, your graph in the bucket reference, which I love, it depends what you do as you ascend to the top. Was it, if it was all about money, there's probably a trail of wreckage that you've taken on on the way to the top that won't feel good once you're there you'll just be haunted by your mind still but if the ascension the path to ascension is is matched by the the internal work to free yourself from i always say like we have these monsters and demons in us which are our negative thoughts and different things like that and And we're always going to try and slay them in the outside world until we've dealt with them internally. And so if we do that side by side, our our professional growth, we can come to that place at the top of the bucket where we do feel much more contentment and peace in our life um, than just material success would give us.
0: And thank you for saying that, because I hear so many times, well, if you don't have the material success, you're not successful. Well, that's not entire, entirely true. You can have success within yourself and not have the material success that we see glorified on TV.
1: Absolutely. And, and whose definition you know, of success are we taking? A, are we taking a Western view of success? Are we taking you know, the American dreams view of success, which is you you need to have a certain set of things to be deemed successful. That's not shared the world over. Success can be health success. Success can be relationship success. And if I keep saying success, I'm going to eventually stumble on the word here. I'm (laughs) starting to like say that 10 times fast, right?
0: Oh uh, yeah. (laughs) We we find these words and we just keep repeating it because people tend to remember it at the 10th repetitive word, right? Mm-hmm. So we keep saying these words, but they're such a tongue twister, <laughs>
1: tongue twister <laughs> that we just
0: tie our stuff up. So
1: Yeah. And I look at success like the word maxim, or sorry, not the maxim, like hard work. And they become mm-hmm. these maxims where we never redefine the word. You know, hard work is, a, is an incredibly important thing that I believe it is part of our, our human experience that, that we need to embrace. Um, and that we feel a sense of fulfillment and a sense of purpose in working hard. But that doesn't mean working dumb and that doesn't mean working so hard that you you, you destroy your health and you destroy your relationships along the way. And as we tr- as we progressed through the decades And this this ever-present need to work and to be on and to be available um, happened to us. We never changed what hard work meant. When before hard work meant when you went to work, you worked hard. It didn't mean you had to take your work home with you. It didn't mean that you weren't allowed to have a day off or a week off or a month off. And so I think success is the same thing. There was one idea that was fed to us, and that's the only idea many of us accept. And because that's the idea we accept, nothing else feels like success when it absolutely can be. Mm -hmm.
0: Oh, I totally agree. I was raised by my grandparents. So you go to work nine to five, and then you come home for dinner, and you're in bed by eight, and this is the mentality that my grandparents bestowed on me, because that's what they did
1: sounds like a beautiful time so you still go to bed by eight
0: <laughs> no <laughs> if i'm in by, by, by 4 a.m it's a good day
1: <laughs> right yeah i mean it's it's a, a, sorry i didn't mean to interrupt
0: no 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 it's their ideology but at the same time from that nine to five mentality you're working you're working to a goal it doesn't matter if you're working for someone else or working for yourself you're yeah. working
1: yeah and one of the things that I, I talk about in the book a lot is, is looking at work because I'm not saying we have to go back to that. I'm that's not the point yeah. I'm making. The point is we have to adjust the meanings for ourselves and our own lives of these work, these these things like hard work and success, so that they're relevant to n- us and they're not based as a comparative against someone else or or even as an institution or a culture. Um and, and I look at it like how do we, we inject seasonality into our hard work? Because when we're working on a project, it may demand more than nine to five, right? Yeah. It may demand nine to nine or nine to 12. And it may demand that for an extended period of time. And when I used to be an athlete, we, as we would train for um, our most important races of the year, we would have blocks where we trained very hard and we would have blocks where we trained less and we would have blocks where we rested. And all of that was a periodization that allowed us to be at our best. And I think the same applies to work. So instead of saying, I'll just work hard for 10 years, it's understanding that inside that 10 years, the, the hard work can ebb and flow as we are bringing new projects into the world that are important to us. And then we can rest and digest those projects and, and, And then move on to the next one as opposed to this just like constant, constant line. So I try and do that. Pretty terrible at it, to be honest. (laughs) How about you? You?
0: (laughs) I'm one of those people, I have a project and it has to be done right now. It can't not be spread over the next week. I have to have it done right now. And I have my right arm going, no, you need to step back and you need to spread this out because you're going to wear yourself out but in yeah. my mind it's okay. I have a deadline that I self-impose on myself.
1: Yeah. It's hard to, cause I, I, I mean, I've definitely burnt myself out to the point where I've been in hospital mm-hmm. before in my life multiple times. It, but we have such an ability to mask burnout now that I think that we, we no longer understand when it's happening. Um, you know, between everything from from Netflix and, and and just being on a screen, which is so stimulating, to to alcohol and, and certain food and and all these different things, help us kind of constantly stimulate ourselves and feel something different than what's actually happening. And that and that there's a that our body is sometimes screaming at us and saying, "Hey, you need to rest." Our mind is sometimes screaming at us and saying, "Hey, you need to rest," and we just keep saying. No, we can, we can kind of push inside and I'll, I'll use, go back to being an athlete. It's like, you don't get to do that as an athlete, because if you do that as an athlete, you get, you get hurt. Mm-hmm. You literally suck in your races. Yeah. Yeah. That Cause I was a runner, but, and so you, you just, there's, some, there's a much quicker in my view, um, actual consequence in burnout. Whereas in the workforce, we kind of, it's a much more of a slow killer. We don't see it happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, as, as fast. I, I found, again, that's just my own life as an example.
0: No, I see this a lot between new entrepreneurs and seasoned entrepreneurs that we burn ourselves out because we need to get to that monetary mark. We have to make payroll. We have to make what other project is. We have to get to this deadline that we self-impose. So we keep working and it was we're burning out, we're getting tired. We're getting sluggish ourselves. We're not thinking straight. So it's there. It's, we do this every day to ourselves because we have these self-imposed timelines.
1: Yeah, and they're totally fictitious. And I'm, I'm, just, I'm just as much a victim uh, or I guess guilty of, of, of setting those to myself. And, and it's the fine line of, of setting a goal and then setting that goal free. So you have the intention for the goal, and you, you're very clear about what it is that you want to achieve in, in your life, whether that goal is personal, professional, monetary, etc. But it's the timeline that's the falsehood. and you have to and it's the timeline that obscures our, our thinking throughout it that we, you know it creates this, this unnecessary weight and need. What I've tried to do better in recent years is say this is something I want to do and I'm going to work towards it consistently, but I'm going to try and be patient and trust that it will come at the time that it's supposed to. And that way I shift from expectation to acceptance, which is a much for me healthier mindset to be in because when I expect, I'm generally let down. but when I just accept, uh, then I, I seem to you know flow a little bit better through my own chaotic life.
0: Oh wait, I think we all to do that. We mm-hmm. just have to let go of the expectation and accept things happen in their own time. Yeah. Yeah. Now I of course I'm going through your sw- website as we're talking because it's what what I do. You also have the 21 day transformation course or guide.
1: <laughs> yeah the the guides the uh the the free the free piece the course the course is something that i wanted to to kind of distill like what was a four year journey for me after i had suffered severe anxiety and depression uh, when i'd sold my business and i just was i was so burnt out and i was so disillusioned with everything and i went through a very long dark period but that period was also filled with healing and self-work. And, and so I wanted to kind of put that into a small uh, little booklet, I guess, with videos and tutorials and worksheets on the things that I learned on that on that journey that allowed me to come to terms with my depression and come to terms with my anxiety and then learn ways to cope and then learn learn ways to overcome those things and, and get back to you know being in a healthier happier mindset um now obviously that's not usually a 21 day journey it wasn't for me uh but it's just that's the framework of the course it's just over 21 days and then but you have it forever you can
0: Right. It's an everyday thing. It's not going to be, okay, for the next 21 days, I'm going to do this course. And, and afterwards I don't have to do with the work anymore. Right. Not how this works.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And it's all, it's all that kind of stuff because it's, you know, there's, there's stillness and silent meditations. There's, um, there's worksheet on worksheets on understanding, you know, what's, what's really true for us now. What's, what's triggering us. Um, you know, what's, what's holding us back and getting us to really get quiet because when we get quiet, this will still be spinning, Mm -hmm. but the quieter we get, the longer we get all of a sudden, some of that noise can start to, to dissipate and certain things become clear for us. We can hear our truths more clearly. And, and and once we hear them, it's Mm -hmm. the question what do we choose to do with that right to acknowledge it or do we choose to ignore it and so the first part of this thing is of course is getting you to acknowledge and understand it and then it's creating actionable items to to sort of reprogram your life accordingly to those those things that come up for you Mm -hmm. which is really hard to do because the it seems like the world always pushes back (laughs) tries to pull you back into Yes, it way. does.
0: We, I mean, we had a whole year of the world pushing back against us. So,
1: <laughs> it still seems to be going on. We just, uh, we just got reshut back down here in uh, British Columbia, the whole province, at uh, least for three weeks, mm-hmm. or more. Who knows? Yeah. You know, it's kind of very Groundhog Day till last March April. You know, when all the restaurants went first and gyms and so on and so forth so
0: yeah everything is just going back to where it was last year can we get out yeah. of ground Health day and move forward now where are you based i'm in the u.s however i have business partners in india uh-huh. india is completely shut down again mm-hmm. <laughs> so okay. everything i'm working on i can't do because they're shut down
1: yeah where are you in the states if you don't mind me asking uh,
0: currently in ohio i know out here actually <laughs> i travel a lot so today mm-hmm. i'm in ohio <laughs>
1: what's ohio what's ohio been like during this all has it been pretty uh I
0: mean, depends on this the month the month yeah yeah so everything's opening up currently and getting back to a normal whatever normal is yeah but i mean there's places that i'm going to that's closing back down again so it's just hit and miss it's we need to find a normal even if normal is doing the work on the computer
1: yeah yeah well it's um it's one of those times that I still feel is really good to to practice looking looking in and like seeing how we're reacting to what's happening mm-hmm. in the world how we're reacting to like is that are we angry are we doubtful are we are we anxious at like, what what and then using it as a mirror to go say, okay, why am I doing those things? Why am I feeling those things about all that's happening? Sometimes that shakeup gives you a really good entry point. Um, That's, that's sort of the way I I try and and take, you know, these things as they come.
0: Exactly. It's not. Okay. So we're now we're stuck at home, regardless if it's 2020 or 2021, we're stuck at home. Now is an excellent point to, move forward well how do we move forward we we, we're entrepreneurs right so we create stuff create a business create a market create figure it out i mean i spent most of 2020 going over spreadsheets excel sheets and coming up with a 360 page business plan
1: that's a a solid business plan (laughs) that's a solid piece of material
0: (laughs) yeah i mean (laughs) uh my business partner in india he he was expecting like a 10 to 15 page business plan we gave him a 360
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're like hey, it's it's covid i had i had the time
0: <laughs> i have the time to research everything i mean from how much ink goes into a dot to how much yeah. payroll is so it's all there. Is there at
1: the, the business same a time secret?
0: Hmm. Yeah. is the is the business a secret no it's trump
1: press it's what sorry it's what
0: Train press my company.
1: Ah, so you you started that during COVID. Mm -hmm. Ah, very cool. Very cool.
0: So it's not where I want it yet, but I can't open fully because COVID won't allow me to open fully. Mm. But everything's lined up for it whenever normal gets back to normal.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it is a tricky time for that. I mean, Getting Naked is does provide a roadmap for, for starting a business. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I totally factored in the idea of a global pandemic, but what I did factor in was, you know, whether there's a global pandemic or not, so many entrepreneurs that I know who are great entrepreneurs get stuck in the moment before they take a leap. Mm-hmm. Before they're willing to to really dive in to not the idea of the business, not the fundamentals of the business, the running of the business. And we're all guilty of this in different things. Some of us don't want to dive into a relationship. Some of us don't want to, you know, and, and so what is the thing that's holding us back? Is it the common sense of the situation? I wouldn't open a restaurant right now Drink coffee, right? Just wouldn't do it. Right. But, or is it something in us that is saying, hey, I'm not just too afraid, Well, why am I too afraid? And so there, there is, there's a lot that we can do when we do the inner work that frees us to be more fearless in our business decision-making. That Again, that doesn't mean ignorance. That doesn't mean not acting out of common sense or Right. Information. It just means removing the fear piece that's blocking us. And uh and sometimes it's like the smartest people I know they get so far into their heads about whether they should do these businesses, which they would be wildly successful at. That it's like you need to not actually <laughs> overthink this thing and you need to do it and you need to let it unfold and be what it's gonna be. Right. And adjust as you go, right? So
0: yeah. It's one of those, the biggest thing was, okay, I'm going to hit send in, in, in a digital space. So a production sent to me is jumping over the cliff. <laughs>
1: that's a good, that's, that's actually a really good example yeah. of that. Yeah. Do you hit send? I like yeah.
0: that. It, it's do I hit this? Is it ready? Is it ready for launch? Do I put the website up? Do I put these books into the retailers? Do I, What's the next point of the business? And again, I'm in digital space, so it doesn't affect me if I push send, but it affects everyone else who has to create these books now. Do they come into the office or factory or whatever to make the books? Do they ship them out? Now you have tens of thousands of people involved in this one little decision that I just made.
1: It's one little send. And and yet at the same time, it's like, you know, I've always, when I was younger, operated with this belief that there was this big spotlight on me Mm -hmm. and everything I did, not in the sense that I was famous and not in the sense of like Instagram or anything like that. In the sense of every decision I've made, if it was bad, everyone would know and everyone would judge me and it would be just this big monumentous thing. And over time, you realize that there really, there is no spotlight, nobody cares. And if you do hit that send button to borrow your metaphor, yes, things happen, but it's never like this big life altering thing, because life just keeps happening. Mm-hmm. And you keep having to respond to the, the things that happen, whether you hit that send button now or later or whatever. And so if you stop making, if we stop making such a big deal about these things they stop becoming a big deal, and and you just you know I did hit that send button, and there was some things that happened, but I'll just I'll just deal with them, or maybe it wasn't you know anywhere near as, as big. And so I I've always looked at at well I shouldn't say always I've now looked at it as like what how do we iterate in our businesses? How do we not and in our lives and not think about things as these big defining moments. And instead, they're just all pieces of a very, very, very long road that, you know, we can adjust the other way if we have to. We can overcome that and overcome this. And, and there's, never a, there's never a defining moment that's, that's so critical that we can't rebound from it or pivot from it.
0: Right. I mean, we put all these mountains in front of us. By the time we climbed the mountains, we just realized we climbed the molehill. Mole was it as big as our mind made it out to be. We do this every day with every decision. And a lot of us would go, oh, let's see a mountain, let's go climb it. And then, yeah. then you have the others go, uh, this yeah. is gonna be a very long mountain. And let start with step one, instead of racing yeah. to the top. It's just how we deal with it as individuals, but we're all capable of doing it.
1: We, we are all capable. We just have to show up. Mm-hmm. We just have to show, keep, keep showing up. Right. And showing up means sometimes facing the problem head on and, and learning from it and showing up sometimes means making the conscious choice to not take that thing on. You know, maybe that wasn't the mountain you and I are beaten metaphors to death here, but maybe that wasn't the mountain to, uh, to climb for you at this right. moment. Right. And just waiting it out, choosing another one, but both involve us showing up to make that, to make that decision. And then just not getting stuck in the fact that you made a decision.
0: Right. I have a wonderful mentor that says last year, it's not the time to contract, it's time to expand. Expand your knowledge, expand your business, expand yourself. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a time for him to shrink his business or shrink his mindset. It was a time to expand. He's now expanding into three countries i think
1: yeah
0: and that's just his mindset but at the same time if you listen to how he talks in his books you learn like with you you have to do it for yourself you can't do it for the monetary gain because that's just a temporary fix that's temporary liberty because you're not here yet
1: Mm -hmm. yeah i yeah and i always say if you're gonna do it for the money, then just know that's why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Don't think that it's gonna make you happy. But you know, I don't think you become a hedge fund manager because you want to make the world a better place. You do it for the money, you know. But there's all there's this you know. So we take out the banking industry as a whole, and we look just towards entrepreneurship as a road to follow your passion. Mm-hmm. Because some because some entrepreneurs, they're not following their passion in the in the the business. They're following their passion in that they want to work for themselves or they want to they want to achieve financial freedom. And others just want, they do want to change the world or they wanna they wanna build something that that so many people are gonna love, whether that's a project or a a product or a widget or a piece of clothing or a technology, et cetera. And so I'm always of the mind that yes, we should, you know, we should operate intelligently and and, fight and you know as fiduciaries but that the money will come if we if we are aligned with our values and we are aligned with the purpose that we we are setting out to do eventually yes um, and you just have to go towards that and paid. the biggest
0: thing is success does not happen overnight it takes hard work you have to work your business every day to be yes. successful regardless if you want the money or if you want the mindset
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I was so thankful for having you on the show today.
1: Grateful to be here. As I said, it's, it's thankful for you having me.
0: And wh- where can our listeners and our viewers find you?
1: Yeah. So joelprimus.com um, forward slash book forward slash is where you can uh, check out the book too on joelprimus.com. Um, it's called Getting Naked, the Bare Necessities of Entrepreneurship and Startups. And it's also available on Amazon, Audible, and Kindle. So Awesome. Please check it out, yeah.
0: Again, thank you. And for our, our if I can talk today, obviously <laughs> I can't. <laughs> um, for days. all of our, our viewers and our listeners, happy reading. Thanks
1: for having me.